Hi, this is Sedge Thompson. Welcome to this special audio highlights podcast from West Coast Live. For more information about our shows and other guests and podcasts, wcl.org. We're coming to you from the, uh, the Haight-Ashbury district in San Francisco. And one of the uh, sort of operations that started up about the same time West Coast Live did, and we ran into one another because we shared the same sort of mailbox space, uh, was Craig Newmark, who was starting this thing that people decided, as friends today, would uh, be called uh, Craigslist. And today it's world-renowned with operations uh, sort of still centered here, but going on around the world of sort of the enormous classified pages of, of life. And it's a, it's a company that has been both praised and used, and it's also a principle that's been attacked in ways for some of the content and also what it does to other businesses as well. But it also reflects a very vibrant community spirit. And certainly Craig Newmark f- finds himself in the center of the very sort of changing world of technology and its human interaction. We please welcome Craig Newmark. To West Coast Live. Hi, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. How did you settle in this neighborhood to live in? Oh, basically, I moved to uh, I moved to town in '93. Um, was up in Russian Hill, which I still like uh, like a lot. But I suddenly decided I wanted to buy a place. My timing was good. Coal Valley felt uh, pretty good, and I guess I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was curious that somebody was looking at a, a, a San Francisco guidebook, and Coal Valley was not listed as, as one of the neighborhoods to visit, yet it's one of the, uh, the neighborhoods that you're in, but it's also a neighborhood filled with uh, vibrant and changing stores, businesses, and here bridging with the hate. It may be a political statement of, of uh, some sort. I moved uh, within the neighborhood up to what used to be called Parnassus Heights, but I decided to annex it in the name of Greater Coal Valley. We expected the uh, people to greet us with flowers, uh, welcoming us as liberators. But that hasn't worked out so well. <laughs> and now there's a lot of sectarian violence. You mean you moved the business operation? No, just moved uh, home. Oh. <laughs> you know, no, we're, the, the business is still uh, in the inner sunset at uh, Jude and Ninth. We do need a, bi- a slightly bigger space, but we want something still in the neighborhoods that uh, feels righter, and we enjoy the uh, good, cheap food there. Well, I, I called uh, Parnassus, I said living above Parnassus because of the name of the street. You were up like, above Parnassus. Uh, that uh, that works, uh, has worked pretty well for me, but I do like staying within the neighborhood. I was just at my uh, favorite coffee shop, a place called Reverie. Uh, my only regret is I didn't have enough dog treats, and I think I let down a Rio. Well, can you get more dog treats somewhere else? Uh, you can find Craigslist. You can look for dog treats. <laughs> oh, I have it on my list to uh, to refill my bag. So, so uh, it's been I don't know, 11, 12 years since you've you've started Craigslist. It's changed the world in in many ways. What's the most sort of unexpected change that you think has been really good that it's brought about? Well, at first, people are giving us too much credit because we just provide a little simple platform, and it's the people who use the site who are doing stuff, not only by putting up uh, content, ads, and discussion items, but people also help us police the site. And if we've had any change at all, it's just been an assertion that people can do things themselves. Again, the people who use our site are the ones who run it. 
people can police it fairly well, people can run it pretty well. And while the system is flawed in some ways, it's just like anything democratic. It's in some ways a bad form of government, but better than anything else we know. And reasserting that claim is really important right around now. <laughs> Do you, uh, is it, does it exist still pretty much in the way you imagined it would? Uh, I never imagined it anyway. I have no uh, imagination, nor, uh, <laughs> nor for that matter, vision. Uh, basically, there was one good idea involved, uh, a simple events mailing list for usually arts and technology events in San Francisco. Most everything else comes from what people suggested in the community. People do tell us things. We try to listen really hard. We miss stuff. Uh, but then we do something about it, and then we listen for more feedback. That's how we started. And now there's this guy, a Jim Buckmaster, who really runs things. And our pattern uh, continues under him. We listen to what people are saying. We try to figure out what makes sense out of it, and then we try to do it. Sometimes uh, not easy. It's, uh, it's changed in many ways. It's, it's affected the newspaper business, uh, you know, in, in where people put, tend to put their ads and, and look for ads. And it seems to be a reflection of, of the times, of what people want and what people need. And yet, the medium uh, tends to get blamed. Um, often, uh, people talk about the effect what you have on newspaper revenues. And this is significant, since newspapers need cash to fund investigative journalism something else we need a lot more of. Uh, but the effect we've had has been greatly exaggerated. Newspapers have bigger problems, say, with uh, trying to get high profit margins, like 10 20%. Uh, the biggest problem, the one I'm most concerned with, is that newspapers are only starting now to remember that they're supposed to be about speaking truth to power. And uh, lots of uh, journalists and reporters are starting to do that again. Oddly enough, uh, HBO got into that business a couple nights ago with their documentary special on uh, crooked voting machines. Uh, but to follow through on this, me personally, I'm screwing around with experiments on uh, helping, well, I'm helping people who really know what they're talking about when it comes to reviving journalism, finding new ways to pay for investigative journalism. Jay Rosen just, re just formally launched uh, newassignment.net, which is uh, dedicated to finding new ways to pay for quality journalism. A lot of stuff is going on along these lines. And boy, we really need it right around now. How much, how much time do you spend each day on the internet? Well, I do, uh, I do full-time customer service for Craigslist. I don't count how much time is purely online. It probably goes from anywhere from six to 10 hours a day uh, every day. That's what the gig uh, calls for. Uh, I do plan to be doing customer service uh, substantially for uh, only as long as I live. Uh, <laughs> after that, it's uh, over. <laughs> and, then, and then how are you able to do your sort of political research and try to uh, understand other sites and, and help uh, with the idea of funding journalism, investigative journalism? How do, you, how do you put that in your day? Well, there's a whole bunch of questions built into that. And all I know is that when the need comes, I uh, do something. A lot of what I do, honestly, is uh, reactive. And I should say, what's, what's, uh, what people confuse for my interest in politics isn't that. Part of what we do on customer service has to do with uh, crime fighting. People try to pull, uh, let's say, petty scams or harassment 
or just uh, disinformation to our site. And with my name on the thing, I take that kind of personally, so I tend to go after that. And right now, these days, the uh, biggest effort we put into crime fighting, well, it involves a whole bunch of things, involving, again, political disinformation and scams. And again, I take it personally, so I'm trying to work with the people who are going after that. That sounds like politics, but from my point of view, it's going after uh, bad guys in a big way. I do want to remind people, I, I don't think I'm Batman. I am more like McGruff the crime dog. <laughs> we need some treats from time to time. I enjoy the treats, perhaps a little too much. <laughs> uh, do you find it odd that your name is now sort of world famous, just your first name? Uh, that's very awkward for me because, like anyone, you know, humans, we all need a, a small amount of attention. How much attention is too much? That depends on the human involved. And now it's a bit more than I'd, uh, than I'd like. That's why, for example, it's, gonna be, it's hard to find a photo of me on the site. There's one uh, down pretty deep. And uh, for that matter, we call it Craigslist with lowercase c to de-emphasize the uh, Craig. Uh, aside from that, I just can't help but, uh, you know, just these days reeking of glamour. Because <laughs> I, I have that George Costanza mojo. <laughs> but, but much beloved, of course. So wait, was it, is it something like, you know, four billion people use this every day? Oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes the numbers uh, do get out wrong. Um, looking at one of the rating services, like uh, in August, I think we got about 14 uh, million visitors. And the way our site works is that if the site can do something useful for you, then do it. And sometimes uh, some people find the site entertaining after, but just get done what you need to do, and then uh, do what makes sense afterwards. And the, the revenue comes from people who, who buy ads to get uh, placed on it. You've uh, also set up a, a non-profit foundation well, we talked to people about five, six years ago asking what's the right way to raise some revenue, say to pay the bills, and they tell us, hey, uh, charge people who are already paying more money for less effective ads. People told us it would be cool to charge for help wanted ads, not for people looking for work, and then to charge for real estate ads, and we charge for job ads in seven cities, and we charge uh, apartment brokers in New York City for rental listings. They asked us to charge them to improve quality. We do have a nonprofit foundation, and uh, its purpose these days is to help other nonprofits get more effective using technology, but also uh, other details like how, to, uh, how do you present yourself? Because if you're a nonprofit, and if you can't express what you do uh, fast, you know, and, and concisely, then that'll start to turn people off. And that actually is a big issue, which uh, it's hard to get information on how to do that well. How much do you, uh, do you look for things yourself on Craigslist? These days, I look only a little bit. Uh, I'm terribly fond of gadgetry. Uh, the nerd thing is real. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's a big chunk of it. Uh, frankly, after some hours, uh, doing customer service and sometimes looking at uh, some things that I really wish I hadn't seen, that can, uh, that can be kind of corrosive. Yeah. What, the things you wish you hadn't seen? Oh, that's what I mean specifically. I'm only part of a customer service team, and again, not in management. 
Um, but some of the stuff I look at, some of the bickering people do regarding pets, sometimes some of the political disinformation, because some of it's uh, very unattractive. We have one guy who started as, a, he claims as part of the Bush campaign in 2004 and hasn't gone away. And the guy seems to be confused as to what uh, his gender or ethnicity is as he posts anonymously. And uh, I, uh, of course, gender confusion isn't that unusual <laughs> in, uh, in this city. But, uh, but the thing is the guy just keeps at it posting uh, fraudulent information and I'm really, really tired of it. What's your, uh, what's the favorite gadget you found on Craigslist? Um, typically it's ones that I actually will find ways to get uh, um, promotional copies of from uh, marketing people. <laughs> and, uh, like funny little squeeze balls or cubes? Oh, for me it's, uh, it's, it's business related cell phones and things like <laughs> that. Because, uh, you know, I just have to keep uh, track of what I'm doing, let's say, what uh, maybe what meetings I'm setting up with. Because left to my own device, devices, I'll sometimes screw that up, and that's uh, awkward. Well, um, Larry Gay, who uh, works behind the scenes here on the on the on the program, um, wants to wants to do something. He's he, I, I don't know whether it has to do with uh, he he wants to. Uh, it's not about posting on Craigslist. He wants to post something on Craig. <laughs> Uh, oh. I don't know whether you've had anybody post it. All due oh. respect. Oh. Okay. okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm interested in how fast it'll expire. <laughs> so what does it say here? Uh, well, it says, wanted Mackie 1604 VLZ mixing board. Oh, I mean, it's a real, it's a real ad. Well, of course it is. Yeah. No, I see. So you've just posted a note on Craig. I see. A uh, mixing board is like uh, for uh, sound and like what the, uh, what, yeah, I'm, I'm mostly, I fear the, the uh, kids and their loud rock music, you know, so that could, that could be troubling in the long run. Were you okay here with the Wise, the Japanese surf band? They were, they were uh, really good. And I have to find more about otaku, actually. Yeah. All right, Larry? And I promise I will not post this on eBay for sale <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> uh, now, and then, now and then you need to, uh, you need to make Meg happy. Yeah. She's happy. <laughs> Craig Newmark, thank you for walking down the street to be with us uh, here at the Booksmith. I appreciate it a lot. Nice to see you. And I hope you get some uh, dog treats. Thank you very much. Craig Newmark, founder of Craigslist here on West Coast Live. <laughs> this is Edge Thompson. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Try out others from West Coast Live right here. And we look forward to having you in one of our audiences one day. For more information, wcl.org.